Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dominic Grimaldi here with Street Talk Theology. I want to say a little all our street talkers this morning, hoping you're taking your sound theology and bringing it to the streets. Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail. Give me a shout out. We are in the um, a midst of a discussion with my two brothers from India, uh, Pastor Michael Teddy, Ashuk Mohan from Redem- Redemption Hill Church in Southern India. Let me give you the framework. Um, oh, I used that word, Fred Wooder. You see what I use? Let me give you the framework, right? Uh, you see how that stuff rubs off. But anyway, we started speaking about uh, the what almost is like critical race theory in in India, which was which comes under the heading of a chase. And we thought, and then we thought, and then the American solution, which is really no solution at all, critical race theory. But then, um, but then Ashut started speaking about intersectionality where uh depending on who you are and what you um are conformed to or whatever that is you would be lower or higher on this on this pole so to speak and then i think what you said ashuk that the there's white privilege so the white the white man would be the top of the rung so and and everything under that would be intersection so the, so the white straight man the, the oh okay the white straight man okay so that's that's top dog so to speak in this in this okay um yeah. so with that being said so i want to get to the difference between social justice and biblical justice but before i get there i think we need to explain pastor michael what's white privilege uh yeah so just just you know with you reiterating what ashok was saying we can already see uh how critical race theory makes us think like races because in order to identify what they call white privilege or in order to identify black oppression or any other kind of oppression you have to divide people up into groups on the basis of their color their ethnicity their national uh, you know the the nation they come from everything they, you know you begin to group people into different structures which is simply what racism is see the the root of our faith is galatians 328 that in christ there is neither jew nor greek the the place where we as christians stand is to hold hands and say white man brown man black man we hold hands we stand together we rejoice in jesus you are my brother in christ now critical race theory begins with the opposite assumption it 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 its entire foundation is on the is on the basis of dividing people up as races do on the basis of their of the color of their skin and no okay yeah. something came to me you know i'm sorry I, so something came to me and, and you correct me if i'm wrong pastor pastor michael please 
Yeah. So remember, even in the, when the gospel started moving in the book of Acts, it just came to my mind. Remember the Pharisees that turned Christian were telling the Gentiles that they had to be circumcised, that they had to be yeah. sometimes. And I'm just thinking about that. And is that far removed from what you're saying? Yeah, no, you know, it, it, you, you can probably make the relation to that. Yeah, there, there is, you know, there were groupings. It, definitely there were group, groupings. And, you know, when they were, they had a difficulty going out to the Gentiles, so to speak, right? Paul had to be the apostles to the Gentiles who had to stand up to Peter. And, uh, you know, uh, so that's, that's, yeah, that's a relation that you could make. Yeah. And again, Peter would have had Jewish privilege, right? I mean, I'm, I'm just yeah. saying, it, <laughs> I'm not, yeah. Ashuka, we get ourselves in trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but 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 the but the point there is, look at it's it's again Paul's method, right? What is Paul calling for? Paul is calling for that we are, you know, as he wrote in Galatians three twenty eight, we are one in Christ. Amen. You know, and he, when he talks to the Greek Gentile, he talks about that the fact that salvation comes from the Jews. When he talks to the Jews, he talks about why Jesus died for all people. And the, the, the gospel centers on the fact that we are all created equally. We are all equal before God. Now, the point is critical race theory, because they want to push systemic racism as being a real thing that's everywhere. They, they come up with this thing called white privilege. And white privilege basically says that the white man, because of centuries of... Uh, privilege that a white man has had because they would look at history and say throughout history for a major part, black people were oppressed. They were slaves because of the whole slave trade and all of those kind of things. And you've just got so much ease for the black, for the white man today in today's society to do the things he does, but for the black man to come from under the hoods, it's just so much more difficult. And all of that they attribute to systemic racism. And so what they say is just because of your skin color, just because you're white, you're privileged. So the, the, it doesn't matter. Your, ba your, your background doesn't matter. Your upbringing doesn't matter. Your financial situation doesn't matter. Your faith doesn't matter. Just because you're white would mean that you have the sin of white privilege, which is what Christians who use this so-called solution framework are arriving at. And what you have today is because of that, you've got white pastors whom I would respect for, for, for the larger part, for, for they preach the gospel, but white pastors that I look up to who are coming up and apologizing for being white. Yeah, this is happening. And that's, that was my question I wanted to talk to Ashuk about. So why, yeah, so what is it, why do they have to turn around and say that I'm the problem? The problem is for any of this stuff for me, and I'm not just looking at it gossip, the problem is sin. I mean, we're making sin just really infiltrate the church. When you got somebody saying, this is my fault, and churches are being split over this, Ashuk. Yeah. Pastor, isn't it kind of ironic that uh, uh, when we say that people are born with sin and inherently they are sinful, uh, there are people who would rage against it and say, how can God do that? Isn't that unfair that we be born with sin, that we inherit something? And these same people have no issue saying that racism is inherited. 
when it oh, uh, comes to the right so <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah what you see there is uh, well h- here's the thing uh, we are not saying that there is no racism on this planet or uh, that white people do not enjoy any privileges at any capacity anywhere um well uh, you do see these things happening and uh, uh, it's a solution that we are talking about say if uh, say if we have um, racism or any sort of casteism or tribalism happening in our church the last thing that we will go to is critical race theory and all the fo- false presuppositions that it makes um and instead we will go to the scripture how do we deal with it uh, scripturally in fact we see uh, the uh, the circumcision party requiring circumcision of uh, uh, the uh, gentile proselyte converts and the messianic jews and uh, and uh, you see how angry paul is at them paul is lashing out in the same letter to the galatians where he wrote one of the fruit of the holy spirit is gentleness he calls them uh, he asks them to go castrate themselves the circumcision party yeah, yeah, right, right? <laughs> so that's how enraged he is uh, with that yeah so we uh, they it all starts with these false assumptions and uh, this reason is simple we are sinful people and we gravitate towards sin and we do not want to uh, give the uh, word of god the due uh, the due uh, you know respect and authority that it, that is due unto it you know yeah, uh, mr michael i'm i'm coming to you right now this is really i'm sorry this is splitting the church it really really is and i don't know yeah. you i know the chase function is where you guys are at but this is really splitting the american church it just is and i hate to use that yeah. word american church but yeah yeah absolutely and i think the reason is because crt is a bad solution it's the wrong framework the right framework is the bible See the problem here is I I I I see two things two things stand out to me. Number 1, the Bible never says privilege is bad. When did privilege ever become a bad thing? You know, uh, I am privileged in ways in my own society, in in my own culture in ways that many people around me are not privileged. But as a Christian, my privilege becomes the instrument or the tool that I use to further the gospel and yeah. touch people's lives right and so you know imagine people come up to me and say you're privileged because you were in this family and i would be thank god that i am privileged to be in the family that i am in to have the resources that i have to do the things that i can do and god ordains that right god blesses the rich man god blesses the poor man he raises men to be rich throughout history who have done great things for the glory of his name and he also uses poor men and both of them are equal before god so if you want to attribute to all of this and say the white man is privileged look at what christian white men have accomplished through the centuries you know i think of myself as a man who is in the faith and where i am today because of white men you know and I, and i think it's from white men who have had many privileges in their lives and i thank god for the privileges god gave him or them now the point that i'm trying to make is privilege in and of itself is not bad it's not evil it it is not inequality and privilege is the instrument that they can use for the good and not everybody does that i understand that but the second issue that i have is specifically again when they apply the critical race theory as a framework you know e- even in the southern baptist convention they were talking about using it as an analytical tool it's it's a tool that gives you bad analysis 
it's 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 a framework that that makes you go down the wrong line it's the wrong statistic it's the wrong tool uh, it's not going to give you the result you want i i can't understand why people can't see that it it is a bad tool the gospel is the right tool when if i want to teach my church about fighting casteism and if i want to teach my church about fighting racism i'm going to teach them to love one another i'm going to teach them to treat one another with respect i'm going to teach them to love people who might come to the church who belong to a different caste or whatever and i'm going to teach that to them from the bible that in christ we are neither jew nor greek and that we are able to fellowship i don't need crt as an analytical tool to tell them because i i probably end with this but crt tells you divide people into these social groups on the basis of their color or whatever else and then blame this group over here for their privilege and care for this group over here because they are being uh, systemically oppressed the bible tells you forget that entire analysis that entire analytical framework is dismantled in galatians 3:28 bible begins by dismantling this division whereas crt begins by putting this framework of division in place so it doesn't create solve racism it creates racism it goes i mean it's so far against the scripture i mean galatians 3:20 i mean it's just you don't see any if anything you see like you said paul rebuke and peter any type of privilege any type of privilege is not shown at all now i want to make michael's point and i sure can i want you to hear this now now michael michael made a really interesting point that maybe people might be saying well what do you mean about privilege let me tell you i'm going to back with my with pastor michael set up in the bible do you remember when paul when they wanted to beat him down he said oh i'm a roman citizen privilege i'm a roman citizen i got some privilege here and what did paul and and when he's saying that the lord came to him and says paul don't worry i gave you that privilege and you're going to bring the gospel to rome so i really appreciate what pastor michael teddy said and, and if people are listening and saying well well you know what paul had privilege and god used that privilege to preach and the gospel and brought it to rome so i when when pastor michael was saying that i said to myself man that's really profound Paul didn't say, "Hey, I'm better than you." Paul says, "Hey, listen, you want to you want to beat me down? You better realize that I'm a Roman citizen. I got some privilege, right?" Yeah. And, yeah. and but God used that privilege for his glory. So that I think Ashuk, that was really well said by Pastor Michael. I mean, that was really and that's and and he's got some gumption there to say that, but when he was saying it, I said to myself, "He's on to something." Yeah. Sorry, I, I appreciate that, Pastor Michael. Thank you. And I think I'll take it a notch further than Mike said and say that uh, God expects your children to be born with privilege, and that's the whole idea of covenant blessings. Amen. So you see, children being born into Israel, unlike the children being born into the rest of the nations, they are born with the, into the covenants, uh, the the covenant symbol. They get circumcised, which is graced imp- imparted onto them, um, and similarly. It, goes even into the new testament you see timothy is being blessed because of the faith of his grandmother and his mother and 1 corinthians 7:14 you see that the children of believers if either of the spouses uh, god
differently than the child is set apart now that is privilege and god wants and we see in malachi 3:6 that god expects believers to be married and one of the the main reasons why god wants them to be married is that there are children with privilege who are born children who are of godly offsprings so this is in fact in a sense part of god's plan a kind of privilege now this is definitely not the uh, evil tyrannical privileges that we are talking uh, or people misusing their privileges in evil tyrannical ways but specifically there's a kind of uh, uh, privilege that god expects the generations to have expect the people to have and uh, see for the gentiles uh, uh, all of us are believers today uh, because the gospel went out of israel we are all privileged in that sense right if any of us are believers and this was part of god's plan and when uh, in uh, john when he hears uh, in in revelation when he hears that here are uh, 12000 from the tribe of uh, benjamin and so forth and he expects and he turns back to see 144000 people but what he sees people from every tribe every tongue and um, you know uh, beyond his eyes can see that is privilege that uh, you see that a lot in the book of revelation you see that hearing and seeing motif john hears and then he sees which i would anyway that's a theological thing but yeah i um so this is what we have to do now we we wanted to switch here we probably have um we probably have about 8 minutes to this segment it's maybe 7 i i think we want to get to social justice and biblical justice right we've already kind of discussed it You know, how do you view critical race theory in light of scripture? There's no way to view critical race theory in light of scripture, right? I think you 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 said that. So what I want to ask uh you guys to do for the last 6 minutes of this show, give us an inter- introduction to what we're going to be talking about social justice and biblical justice. Is that the next rung here? Is there another rung do we have to can we go right to social justice over against biblical justice? Do we need we uh, Pastor Michael do we need to make another step or can we go right into that? I think we can go right into that. Michael, can you introduce us to these terms and then yeah. on the other side we can I'll let you and I shoot kind of um flush them out and and we can close the show with that. And what I do yeah. want to close the show with is actually the real gospel. So anyway, yeah. um so i i want to uh, you know our listeners to understand when you hear just just that uh, social justice versus biblical justice how that actually sounds very absurd because uh, we're talking about justice whether it's whether is it whether it is in society uh, or in any other form we as christians are called to be a people of justice uh, you know a just people our god is just um but imagine we're sitting here and talking about a kind of justice that is uh, different from biblical justice uh, a social justice and i think the definition of terms becomes very important here so i'm assuming that you know the social justice specifically talks about achieving justice for minorities or justice for groups that are that are that are social in nature so for example black lives matter would be a social justice movement it is meant it is it is it is positioned in hopes that they can bring uh justice to oppressed black communities uh and they have a certain framework they want to apply 
And we are trying to bring this word biblical justice to say that, wait, there is a way of approaching justice that's biblical. So again, I think the key distinction is the framework they use. Uh, for we have scripture, words breathed out by God that inform us about the nature and character of God and what he intends to do in life in this world through redemptive history. And the Bible is the only, only source of all Christian faith and practice. Whereas social justice would employ many other tools, many other frameworks, most of which, like critical race theory, have their roots in Marxism, have their roots in evil, in sin, uh, which is aimed at dismantling everything that the gospel is building. And the problem is, that's why these things, these kind of terms pit against each other. What I, what I would want our listeners to understand is, it is not social justice versus biblical justice. It's actually social injustice versus biblical justice. Great point. Because, because what, what these people end up doing in the name of justice is injustice. So we were talking about white privilege just a point back, moment back. Let me put it with that. What is the solution of social justice? What is the social injustice? What is the solution of critical race theory to white privilege? Okay. They say, if you're a white man and you're straight, you're up the ladder and you're white privilege and you need to repent of it. What if you repent of it? What next? That's a great point. Listen, we got like a minute. We're going we're gonna to come right back. And that's a, that's a good yeah, that right. I mean, if you repent, oh, that's a that's pretty good, Ashuk, right? I mean, if you repent of your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you your sins. Why do you got to keep? Oh, that's a great point. All right. Um, and, yeah, Ashuk, hold that door. Um, this is uh, these, this is great stuff. My name is Pastor Dominic Romaldi on Street Talk Theology, where we bring our sound theology and we take it to the street. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org.